welcome back to the Euro Trips Football Podcast. We're here for another season preview, and this time it's a turn of La Liga. So I'm here with two of our three regulars. I'm here with Arsenal fans Naeem and Ryan. How are you, boys? Wonderful, thank you. Yeah, all good here. Can't complain. All good. Um, happy with the win last weekend against Palace? Yeah, it's always good to um, get, get, get the first win. Obviously, we're the first team to play, so... Obviously, I guess everyone's watching us. But yeah, happy with the win and yeah, just to see what we can do this season. I won't be too pessimistic. No, nah, I, mean, I thought it was a solid play. I mean, you can, the best teams don't always win. You can't win well, playing well every week. Sometimes you have to get yeah. those wins that are a bit gritty. So I think that was fine. For opening day win as well, I think that's perfectly fine. And Ryan, um, in terms of bet, so far it's still nil-nil. But Jesus did look <laughs> good, didn't he? I thought... I actually agreed with a talk, a talk sport pundit for a change and I thought we played the best 45 minutes out of anybody out of the opening weekends, first half. We were very impressive. I know Tottenham scored four goals, but you know, at home to Southampton's a different prospect to Palace away who normally take points off the top four, top six teams. Fulham maybe? Uh, Would you argue Fulham's first half performance against us? Um, yeah, they, they, they played well, to be fair, Fulham. Um, Liverpool cost me a lot of money, so they're not in my good books <laughs> at the moment. Well, not, not in mine either, to be honest. Um, <laughs> out to Trent. Um, right, well, gonna... I, will, I will agree, though, that I don't, I don't believe uh, Fulham should have been awarded a penalty. Oh, that's a dis- that was a disgrace. I mean, that, was, I, that was a dive and a half. I, mean, I actually missed the game mostly because I was um, at Brighton Pride as my housemates, but... From watching the highlights, my dad was giving me updates. He told me it wasn't a penalty. And I looked at it on the YouTube highlights and I agree. And it's just a shame, really. But at the end of the day, from what I saw, what I did watch the first quarter of an hour, it was definitely not a performance that was worthy of win anyway. Like we were all over, like Palini looked really good for Fulham. And <laughs> in terms of, you know, Fulham's performance, they were very organised. And we looked shocking. We looked all over the place at the back. So, um, But we're not here to talk about Premier League. We're here to talk about La Liga. Um, so we are going to give our predictions, um, the same as our um, Liga and Bundesliga and Premier League predictions, we are going for the same category, so top four, well, champions, Champions League contenders, relegated sides, top scorer, surprise team, flop team and player of the season. Now, Jonathan isn't here, but he has sent us his predictions for um, La Liga, so he will give you these as we go along. So the first lot is going to be... Who is going to go down? So we'll go ahead to Ryan first. Actually, we'll go to Naeem. You're the La Liga expert. We'll go to you first, actually, on this one. Um, who are your three sides to go down from 20th to 18th? Right, so no surprise. I've put two out of the three teams that got promoted from La Liga 2 in there. So I've gone with Real Valladolid, um, Almera, and Mallorca to go down. Uh, Mallorca just survived by about a point or two last season. Um, and I, I think that they might be in trouble this season. And, and with the two promoted teams, sometimes they can stay up and do well. And then sometimes they'll just, they just can't transition to the, you know, the, to the, the, the next level up. So, yeah, I've gone with those three teams as my relegated team. So I've gone for Real Valladolid, Almira and Mallorca. Okay, and then over to Ryan. What what is your bottom three looking like? I've got two of the same with Real Valladolid and El- uh, Almira. Um, I've gone with Elche as well. Uh, I'd like to see 
Mallorca stay up because I like a couple of their players. I'd actually like to see Real Valladolid stay up as well just because they're owned by Ronaldo. So <laughs> it's a shame to see them go down. And uh, they made one decent signing in Sergio Asenio from uh, Villarreal as well. So I like what they've done so far. If they can improve in a couple of other areas, then they could very well stay up. But it's um, it's hard to pick in La Liga. I found it difficult in a lot of these predictions, to be honest. Even I did. <laughs> I mean, I found it, you know, I mean, personally, I I had a bit more knowledge about the, the teams who were sort of going for Champions League contention, Europe League title, but I, I rarely watch a game involving these teams I've got to go down. So for me, it was a matter of just, I must admit, I did have to look at sort of the odds and just look at the teams. I looked at the five teams who were most likely to go down according to odds makers and I sort of picked, the, I looked at the teams and did it that way. I mean, I've gone for a Valadoded, Cadiz and Girona bottom three um, just looked into the squads and I didn't really I don't know what it was I just picked those three just out of more of a feeling more than anything else but again I'm expecting to be wrong because I don't watch La Liga week in week out that's why I'm the Premier League man rather than La Liga but Jonathan his bottom three consists of Almira and Valladolid and Real Mallorca so it looks like we've got a very similar amount of teams there um, now next up we're heading to we're going to go we'll go for Tate will do because there's four teams that qualify. We'll do fourth and third, uh, and then we'll give our first and second after that. Um, so, not over to not back to Naeem. Who is finishing fourth and who is finishing third? Right. So, fourth team, I've gone for the team that actually finished fourth last season. I've gone for Sevilla again. Uh, obviously, they've lost their two main centre backs. Obviously, Jules Kunde has gone. Um, Obviously, that depends where Barcelona can register him. Is there only a bit of a mess at the moment? But well, they also lost Diego Carlos to Aston Villa. So Sevilla are usually a team that they don't score score many, but they um, they are very good defensively, and they've lost two of their well, their two starting centre backs. So I think they'll have enough just to just get into the top four. But I'm, but you never know; they could they could flop this season. But yeah. They brought brought a few few decent players in as well, so I think they'll just have enough to finish fourth again. Um, the t- the teams above them just got a bit bit more quality than them, but yeah, I've gone for them as my fourth place team, and then my third place team, um, is a team that won the league two seasons ago. I've gone for Atletico Madrid. Um, I have liked what they have done with their signings, but yeah, I just think the other two teams they're just too strong strong um for them and. Atletico Madrid, yeah, they, they need to get Jao Felix firing. Um, he did all right last season, but obviously now Suarez is gone. I know he was getting on a bit. Um, they'll probably look, look at him being the main striker. Obviously, they've got Morata back. There's obviously talks talks of obviously him maybe leaving again. But yeah, the I'm not too sure who will be the top goal scorer this season. So yeah, I've gone with them a third place team. I think they'll just they'll just finish third. Yeah, I've gone for the exact same. I just think that Sevilla, I think I think Sevilla, you know, they've got every they've got the team they've got, they've got some good players there, they could easily finish higher, but I think just mm. the you know, the teams that are a bit stronger, particularly the top two. Um oh sorry, I I I actually put Atletico fourth and Sevilla third. I do apologize. Mm. I I think Atletico had set for down here. They've been, you know, last year they struggled a bit and got Champions football in the end, but um I just think that, that, that I think I was taking another step back. Um, so I've got Atletico fourth and Sevilla third. Um, Ryan, over to you for your fourth and third place teams. 
my fourth place pick is Aurelio Betis. Ooh. So the direct rivals of Sevilla. <laughs> I I love Betis. They're without a doubt my favourite Spanish club. And I like so many of their players. They've got such a talented squad. They've got a very good manager, obviously, Emmanuel Pellegrini. And obviously they were in sort of the fight last year for Champions League football. Fell away a little bit towards the end. But hopefully if they can get the signs that they're being linked with, they're being linked with Fusamawa of Leon, which would be a brilliant signing for them. They've only really brought in one player, Luis Felipe from Lazio. It's a good signing. But I just think that they'll improve again this season. And I think they'll just scrape fourth ahead of uh, the following teams. But in third, I've gone with Atletico Madrid. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, they had a struggle last year, Atletico Madrid. I mean, they were one point, I believe they were ninth, one point in the league. They did struggle for a while, but then they obviously they turned it around. Um, in terms of, do you think they'll now be back to normal and once again be competing for leagues or at least be in that Champions League conversation? Or do you think that, Ryan, like this could cause a further sort of slip, um, this, this form they had last season at the start of it? Do you think that can carry on now or do you think they're going to be back to what we know they're to be? Well, they've lost a lot of players this season. Not, so, not, not necessarily first-team players, but squad players, they've lost Hector Herrera, um, Viselko, who else have they lost? Um, Perez, yeah, obviously Luis Suarez. Um, and they've only brought in three players and they've actually loaned out one of them straight away to Valencia, which was a little bit weird. And the players, that the other two that they did bring in was Axel Witzel, who's heading towards the end of his career anyway, and Melina from Udinese, who's a decent player, but they hadn't strengthened massively. They didn't really need to, no. but I think their, their season hinges on the form of Jal Felix. they got Griezmann as well, but he, I don't know, he's not really been the same since moving to Barcelona. It's not no. really worked out well, well there for him. So, yeah, I reckon you're right. I think they, they'll, they'll still be in the top four, but they ain't going to challenge for the league, I don't reckon. No. As, long as, as long as Diego Simeone's there, they mm. will always get the top four. Oh, yeah. They just, they just I can't see them challenging the top two or challenging in Europe. Oh, no, they never really do that, do they? They just play the same way and then hope for the best, really. This, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I, they were they were for me an absolute disgrace when it came to that game against Man City. But I do think that <laughs> we're going to see a huge gap between second and third. I think there'll be actually be a close battle for third and fourth and even fifth and sixth. But I just think that even though obviously Madrid are the European and the champions of Barcelona, of course, have their issues in many ways. They bought a lot of good players, but I think them two are just are just once again miles apart. I think there was a brief period at one point last season where there was you could potentially feel when Madrid weren't doing as well at the start and you know Barcelona was struggling. There was that thing about Sevilla. I think there was definitely mm. an opportunity there for teams to ask. I think Atletico make the most the year before that when they won the league. But I think now this back to being them two again. And I just I I will be absolutely shocked if there's less than five points between second and third, and I think it could even be ten points. Um, but before we do go on to our top two, Jonathan gave us his um, top, third and fourth. He's gone for Sociedad in fourth and he's gone for Atletico in third. Now, mm. now it's a matter of who's going to win a league. Now, of course, you can tell we've all got Barcelona and Madrid as our top two, but in one order... I haven't. <laughs> well, what? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I will say before I do think Barcelona's mobile problems are going to eventually catch up with them. And I do think that they could easily have a situation where, whether it's just for a year or two, they could they could be docked points or even you know lose other players and be relegated. I think there's definitely a chance of like a Leeds United sort of thing, but mm. I think besides that club, they'd be straight back up within a year or two. I don't think it'd be long, but um, unless they sort this out. Um, so Naeem, who for you is winning La Liga? Gone for Real Madrid to win it back to back this season. Hey. Although they've only they've only really they only brought in Rudiger, they brought in Tushimeni, and who's that guy they brought in? Someone else, but I can't, can't remember at the top of my head. But the squad's pretty much the same as last season. Um, they did really well. Obviously, won Champions League in the league double, and I think it'll be close between them and Barcelona. Um, Barcelona have recruited quite well. This season, they brought in what well, they brought in Lewandowski, Frank Hesse, they brought in Christiansen, they got Rafinha as well. But obviously, there's a was at a point of them needing to register the players. Um, I believe there's a deadline for that, so we'll see what happens there. But with the squad that they Chavi is building, um, it's, good, it's a good mixture of obviously youthful players and the experienced players. Obviously, Lewandowski, see how well he does in uh, La Liga. So. I think it'll be it'll be close. It won't be it won't be a thirteen point gap the way it was last season. I think it'll probably be about maybe five or six points in between the two teams. But I think yeah, Real Madrid has got enough to to um see them through um another league. And then I don't know maybe Carlo and Chalotti probably leave at the end of the season. Um, but yeah, I've gone for Real Madrid as the champions and Barcelona in the close second. Yeah, talking about Barcelona, I saw today actually that um Christensen and Kessie could be leaving already I think there's, there's talk because M2 were bought on a free that's mm. the reason why they could potentially be allowed to go uh, they'll be allowed to go back out again on a free and I do think that this may well be where it goes I still think the fact that they've got Cody two number nines in Lewandowski and Memphis I don't know what's going to happen with that shirt number either Memphis will probably change his number if De Jong leaves he'll take 21 or I think he could leave but I think they need to I think De Jong will go eventually I think that it seems like Chelsea right now are going to go and get him and then that'll mean Memphis may well choose number 21 or leave. And then Lewandowski will be clear to end number nine. But I just think that I don't know how they're doing it and getting away with it. So they're going to have to do something about that. But anyway, over to Ryan. Now, for you, Ryan, who for you is winning La Liga this season? It pains me to say it because I hate the club and I hate everything that they stand for. Well, I have picked Barcelona. Ooh, um, okay. Just because I feel like their transfer business, as dodgy as it is, has just been better than Barca, uh, Real Madrid's this season. Mm. Although Real Madrid didn't need to do too much, they obviously brought in Tushimani and uh, Rudiger, but I feel like they could have done with at least one more attacker. Mm. And that could lead them short if they get a couple of injuries towards the last edge of the season. Whereas Barcelona, Lewandowski is a game changer. Rafinha is a great signing. Kunde is a good signing. Christensen and Kessie, if they keep them, are decent squad players as well. So I love what they've done. If they can keep De Jong and if he actually is happy to stay there at this point, and if the young lads, Pedri and Ansu Fati, play a bit more regular game time this season, I think they'll be hard to stop. It'll be mm. like the old days of Barca and Real Madrid where they just flip-flop throughout the season and I just think Barca will, will will get over the line. Yeah, I think for me, that's why I've got Madrid winners 
because I just can't, you just don't know who's actually going to be playing for them. I mean, all these players they bought, no one knows whether they're actually going to play or not. It's just, it's, from right now, I just and I think Madrid as well, I think whilst they only bought a player really for the future in Tushimeni, albeit for that much money, I just think that personally that their team is still really good. I mean, Courtois was man of the match in the final. He's had a tremendous year or two now. Obviously, Benzema up front. Yeah, I think he's, for me, nailed on to win Ballon d'Or. You know, you've got Vinicius Jr. You've got, obviously, Cruz and Modric are still doing well. The age they're at will be, even if they don't do well, they've got cable players in, people like Camavinga and and obviously too, too many to come in and do the business instead. Obviously, Rudiger, I like his signing. I think he's a really good player. And, of course, he'll settle in straight, straight away in our back four. And then, obviously, then you've got other players as well that I can't think top ahead. But I think also Ancelotti, you know, Javi did really well last year, but it's only his real first full year. And whilst he had a great success as a player in winning leagues, he's not yet done it as a manager. So I think for that reason as well, when you've got someone who's not yet won a league title against someone who's the first manager ever to win five early league title in Europe's top five leagues, I think you can't knock against Don Carlo. And for me, it does it does come with a massive asterisk next to that prediction, though, again, because obviously we're currently on the 11th of August and a lot can change between now and the end of the transfer window. Again, we need to see if they can register all these signings. And I think the only way that they will actually be able to do that is if they do sell De Jong, more or less probably going to Chelsea. He's, and He's owed wages, though, isn't he? So he's owed, he's, yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. Him and a lot of other players are owed yeah. a lot of money. and. I think it's, an, I mean, I've been to Barcelona, I've been to the grounds and I've watched mm. the game. And even then, it was probably the most unwelcoming place I've ever been. The most horrible stadium in terms of how the fans were. Like, oh, really? home, home supporters were awful, like so rude, so arrogant. And the way some of those players have been trapped, I mean, Frankie de Jong especially, but I saw how uh, Martin Braithwaite was booed and whistled um, when he sort of, his European clubs, they do, you know, the shirt signings and things like that, don't they, where mm. all the fans are in the stadium and, you know, they, these players have done nothing wrong at the end of the day. Why should they lose out on millions and millions of pounds or euros? Yeah, it's, not, yeah, it's the club that fucked up, not them. So. Exactly. And for me, Barcelona, they deserve everything they're getting right now for oh, their yeah. pa- past indiscretions especially towards us Arsenal fans as well. So, fuck them, quite frankly. You know, I think Chelsea fans will feel the same as well, isn't it? So, as well. <laughs> Chelsea can do one as well. <laughs> always back to Arsenal. It's always back to Arsenal. Hey, Arsenal, uh, Arsenal is life. Back to Arsenal. Every, every debate always comes back to Arsenal. <laughs> There's always a way, we're, Andy. <laughs> we're just gargantuan, you see. So, it's not a yeah, conversation maybe, in, yourself. Your, in your mind, maybe. But, yeah. <laughs> we just are. I do love how you told me you went to another podcast from this one podcast because it's um, too too much Arsenal bias. But from this podcast alone, I think it's very much the complete opposite. This isn't this isn't bias. I'm just saying, like we're yeah. Arsenal fans. Yeah, it's always Bar- back to Arsenal. But but Barcelona have um, well and truly fucked us a fair number of times. So uh, yeah, just... I mean, I got involved in that Twitter chat you had with someone about um, the Seth Fabregasing, and I. I always think that I don't think it was as bad as people think because, you know, he was, he's born in Barcelona, played the youth team there, he's Spanish and a lot of people he played with in the World Cup and won the World Cup with played for Barcelona as well. 
So I, I don't think that personal Twitter should have felt as bad as it was, really, because, you know. No, I disagree. I think their behaviour to, to Fabregas and to certain other players as well, at the end of the day, they let these players go when they were youngsters. They didn't believe in their abilities. We did. And they pulled every trick they could to get him back for next to nothing. You know, he, they got was, him he was back always going to go, though. He was always going to go eventually. Eventually, yeah, but we got we got a pretty shit fee for him at the time. And it's just how they how they go about their business. And it's just a dirty club. I don't like them. <laughs> right. Let's go on to Jonathan. Before we go on to our individual awards, uh, Jonathan did say also Madrid to win the league. Uh, Barcelona second, Atletico third, and Sociedad fourth. Now, top goal scorer. So, Naeem, over to you. Who for you is going to finish the season as the La Liga top goal scorer? Well, I wanted to go with Lewandowski because, you know, he's just a goal machine, but you just don't know how well he's going to fit in to this Barcelona team. He will, he will score goals, don't get me wrong, but I'm just going to go with, you know, who's been playing in the league for years. Great player. They've still got the same team around them. I think they'll still have another good season. So I've gone for uh, Benzema again. I think, yeah, um, he's just a gold machine for Real Madrid. Um, we saw that last season when he did win the Golden Boot. And, yeah, that partnership he has got with Vinicius Jr., you know, they link, link up well. Um, it's another, another year into that as well. So, yeah, I think... I think he'll, yeah, I think he'll just do it. Um, not Lewandowski, uh, Kareem Benzema. So, yeah, he's my top goal scorer again this season. Yeah, I mean, he's mine as well. For the same reason I said before, I think he's bound to win Ballon d'Or, you know, and this, I think he's the best striker, out and out striker. You could argue, well, I think actually the league has now the two best out and out strikers in the entire world in Lewandowski and Benzema. It's just getting down to the fact that we don't know whether he'll play at this stage. So, Benzema mm. for me as well. Um, in terms of our other predictions, Jonathan has also gone Benzema. So, Ryan, is it a clean sweep? <laughs> no. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. <laughs> is it, I, I, okay, I think I know where this is going, but who is your top goal scorer? Lewandowski. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the thing that the league, then that's fair enough, really. The man scores goals. He does. That's one thing they're guaranteed. If, if he does actually register with them, the man is guaranteed goals, and I think that he is. He will definitely register. He's the marquee signing. Yeah, yeah. Then, him. I think him more than any of the signing they bought. I think he'll be the biggest priority of getting him in. So, yeah, fingers crossed he doesn't play because I'd love to see that. But actually, no, because he might join Chelsea uh, if he doesn't. If he has to leave Barca. So, um, well, we're going to play of the season. Uh, Jonathan has also gone Benzema. Naeem. Who is your player of the season? Yeah, I've gone exactly the same. Uh, Benzema. They win the league, then, yeah, usually the player of the season comes from that team. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Benzema. I think he'll have another good season. But obviously, we've got the World Cup in between. So, yeah, just don't know how that's, if that's going to disrupt you know, players or teams' rhythms. So, yeah, I've gone for him as my player of the season. And then, Ryan? I've gone for a Real Madrid player, even though I don't think they win the league. Um, I've gone for Vinicius Junior. I think mm, shout that. I can see him getting into double figures for both goals and assists this season. So I think it'll, it'll be close. Yeah, I mean, I've also gone for Vinicius Junior. I think someone I, have, I almost put in was Pedri, 
I think he could be a great shout for player of the year. But I just think Vinicius Junior is a bit more advanced in his progression at the moment. And I think the way he ended last season, he was obviously scored the winning goal in the Champions League final. It was amazing against in, in the three rounds against like City and Chelsea. He was brilliant. Um, scored a wonderful goal against Man City in that semi-final. And I think he's primed for another good year. And now he's got that sort of confidence from last season. He's going to go on and elevate his game more and more. So, yeah, I think Vinicius Junior, for me, as well as Ryan, player of the season. Now, surprise team. So, back to Naeem. Who is your surprise team? Um, I want to go for a team that did finish in the top, well, did finish in the European spots last season. Um, I want to go with Villarreal. I know they haven't really strengthened too well. They brought in Jose Luis Morales from Levante. He had a good season. Um, although they got relegated, he contributed to 20 goals for them last season. He is 35, but uh, Unai Emery does, does does have a good talent ID. So I think it's more covered than anything for him to play up front. But I don't know. I think they might surprise a few um, teams this, this season because obviously they was in the Champions League last season. Um, but obviously this time they'll... Um, they'll have to qualify for the Conference League. So, yeah, he usually does well in Europe. So, yeah, I'm going to go with them. I think they might surprise a few people and they might finish a bit higher than they did last season. Um, so, yeah, I've gone for them as my surprise package team of the season. OK, OK. Now, Ryan, over to you. Who is your surprise team? Well, this could go very, very, very badly wrong because <laughs> you don't... I don't... Uh, my surprise team and my flop team could have easily been the opposite way around. Ooh. But I've gone for Valencia just because I like Gattuso as a manager. And I think from the videos that I've seen of his training sessions, he is destroying them players <laughs> and he's getting them into shape, strengthening them up, which they need to be. I like the signings of Castillo and uh, Lino as well. They've been linked to a couple of other players sort of here and there. I think they're pretty much done in getting Nico from Barcelona, a good midfielder. But if they can continue to get that one or two more players in, then I like what they're doing. The only issue I see with them is the fact that they've lost Guedes, who's gone to Wolves. I think that's a big loss, and hopefully they don't lose any more uh, big players. But, yeah, I think they, they can definitely do a lot better than they did last season. Yeah, I, I, I know you, you, you mentioned your favourite team in Spain was better to be Valencia than mine. I, I do like the place itself, but also just a team. It's quite a nice little team to have. Um, now, before we go to my surprise team, we'll go on to Jonathan's. So Jonathan's surprise team was, in fact, the same as mine. So we have both gone for Real Sociedad as our surprise teams. Now, for me... The reason why, because I know Ryan's got them fourth. Um, I think for me personally, my thinking was that they had a good year last year and I I know I didn't have them top four, but I think they could easily get into that and even finish third, which have a really good season. So I think Sociedad for me are just, I think they could have a really good year. And of course, Europa League as well, football, I think they could easily do well in that as well and surprise teams in Europe. Um, finally, Heading over to our flop teams, a team that isn't going to do as well as expected. So back to Naeem. <laughs> Funny you say that. Um, I've actually gone for Real Sociedad. Um, oh, right. Yeah, last season, you know, they finished sixth. They had an okay season. Um, 
they out of out of the teams that did finish in the top seven, they had they scored the lowest amount of goals. Even you know Villarreal and Betis scored more. Even Sevilla, they had they had a proper or more defensive team. They even scored more than them. Um, obviously, that was mainly partly due to obviously uh, the strikers not scoring more than ten goals in the league campaign. Uh, you never know; they could they could hit running again this season. But yeah, I think they might just actually miss out on. Uh, qualifying for the European spot, so I think, I think yeah, they're going to flop this season. Um, yeah. Okay, so we got the first team to appear in both, which is quite an interesting mm. scenario. Um, <laughs> Ryan, over to you. Who is your flop team? Sevilla. Ooh. Um, okay. I don't like the business that they've done. Yeah. They've they've lost obviously that part of their defence in Diego Carlos and Kunde, as mentioned earlier. They've lost, obviously, Luke de Jong, who comes up with the odd goal here and there, obviously isn't majorly important. But when you look at who they've brought in, Alex Tellez is a decent signing. Isco is past his best. And uh, Markel from Galatasaray is an OK defender, but not anywhere near the level of Carlos and Kunde. So they've definitely got worse and unless that changes in the next couple of weeks in the window, then I can only see them having a worse season than they did last year. I think the other teams have just got a little bit better in the window, and there could be a lot of teams fighting for that fourth-place position. Obviously, we mentioned Betis, you've got Sociedad, you've got Villarreal, even um, Bilbao, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not a bad shout, so... A lot of teams could fight for that position and it'll be very close between all those, I believe anyway. I just think Sevilla, you know, are not the not the club they were last season. I actually can't disagree with that. I do think that, you know, there's players you mentioned they lost, that could be huge. And um, mm-hmm. these players were, you know, big parts of that success. Um, so before we go on to my flop team, Jonathan's flop team was in fact Real Mallorca. So my top team is a team that actually got in fourth place, Atletico Madrid. I mentioned before that I think they had a disappointing spell last year. And I know I've gotten fourth place now, but at the same time, I think it could go worse than that. I think that Simeone's been a great manager for them, but I think at some point, every managerial spell comes to an end, has a sell-by date. And I do think that I'm not saying it's going to be anything like Wenger where he stays for years where he doesn't do well, but I just think that, I don't know, I think he's, that he's loved so much, may well keep him the job actually more than what he's doing. So I think that they could be set for another down year this year. And yeah, I, I could I, I could easily, I know I've gone fourth, but I could easily see him finishing sixth. So. And I think, I think he's the highest paid manager in Europe as well. So even is, if he did leave. Is it in the world maybe? Or well, it- sorry, yeah, sorry, in the world, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's crazy that I know. I know he has been a good manager, but yeah, he just goes to show, isn't it? Like they're just throwing money at him, but yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how long he stays there. To be fair, because he mm. has he's been there for a good number of years. Um, I I don't think they'll win the Champions League with him. Now. I think their best chances were, you know, when they got to the final and lost both times to Real Madrid. But because he just plays the same way in Europe, isn't it? You know, the, get his players to rough you up, part of the bus sort of thing, hit you on the counter. So yeah, that's all football kind of. It's kind of easy to play against if, if you're used to it. So, yeah, interesting season for them this season. 
It certainly will be. It'll be an interesting season overall in La Liga. So anyone listening who is a La Liga fan, obviously the season does start tomorrow. So, yeah, also I think by the po- this podcast may be released on the same day um, or the day before. Um, so do obviously check out our other season predictions. Uh, our next one is going to be our final one's going to be Serie A, which is your next podcast you'll have on your feed. So I hope you enjoy them. By the meantime, I've been your host, Andy. This has been Naeem. This has been Ryan. And we will see you for the Serie A season preview.